Hey cuties, this is Deidre C. Hey cuties, it's Jay Nicole. And welcome to the Queen Team Podcast. A, a place, place to, to cultivate, cultivate your queendom. Hello. Hey there. My daughter said, "Yeah, because I was listening to it in the car yesterday. She's mm-hmm. like, Mom, I love that violin. It sounds so beautiful. I mean. I loved it. And, she, <laughs> and then she heard our outro music and she was like, Mom, you guys sound really cool. That's awesome. And she's at the age now. It's like, I want her approval. Yes. You know, yeah. at, like, do you like this baby? Like, what mm-hmm. do you think? You mm-hmm. know? Um, and so this is fun. Like, we're going into a new... Um, aspect Mm -hmm. in our relationship where you know we're actually able to have a relationship yeah you know instead of me just are you hungry do you need a bath yeah do you need to stay alive you know (laughs) (laughs) but let me just meet your basic needs as i do it's really interesting that you say that um i feel like that's that has already shifted and changed my you know my daughter's nine but I totally feel you. Like when we started, when we first put this out, she wanted to tell everybody, my really? mom has a podcast. <laughs> you should listen to her podcast. And I'm uh, thinking, really, does it matter that much? <laughs> yes, I have a podcast. But it goes back to all of the things that you learn when you're uh, reading about parenting and learning about parenting, how you need to be the example. Yeah. And you just have to live your life because they see you. Right. In all of the good and the bad and the shade and the, and the light. And I'm just like, oh, my God, what kind of person are you going to be turned out to be just because I am, you know, this is the way I live my life. Um, So I think that's really cool. And then you're like creating those bonds with her now that she's getting older and moving into a different stage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think, like you said, it's so important for them to see you just being yourself yes. because this doesn't have yes. anything to do with mommy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like this is not a mommy hat. This is just me yeah. loving yeah. to do what I do. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so her to be able to see that, um, I kind of feel like some of the topics are inappropriate mm-hmm. for her age, but for her to know that I actually created something from scratch Yes, and it's positive, empowering for other women to see and even men. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey to all the fellas out there. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm single. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, I just want everybody to, or I just want her to be able to see like this is um something that mm-hmm. you can do for you. Yes. Yes. And I, yeah, that is so powerful. It is so powerful and it's so strong that we aren't just mommy. It's so easy to get wrapped up in that role and to like do all the things just because this is what they need to meet those needs like you were saying before, but then also like pour into them and the relationship you have with them. But then I feel like I've met women whose children are adults and grown and they're kind of like almost like they're feeling around in the dark because they didn't have anything for themselves uh, when their children were young and so many things that I've read and come across and interviews I've heard is like, it is super important to have that thing just for you. Yeah. I mean, for all individuals to have that creative outlet where they are expressing themselves, where they are breathing life into themselves, where they're, they're feeding their spirit. But especially as moms, it really kind of helps keep us a little more, I hate the word balanced when it comes to living life because there is no way unless we had like, one million hours in the day where we could devote the same amount of time to all of yeah, the different things. it's never balanced. It's never balanced. But it really helps you keep, to keep you centered, maybe, or yeah. grounded yeah. to have 
your own thing. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe balanced if you look at it over a longer period of time than just a day. Exactly. Exactly. And also balanced in the sense of this requires more attention. So I can't spend the same amount of time and attention at this task than Mm -hmm. I have to at this other task. It just depends on what it is. Exactly. This is true. This is really true. I think that's really important. But I love, I love that, you know, she was able to, you were able to share that with her. She was like Mm -hmm. excited about it. And I didn't even think she was listening. You know, I had it on because I wanted to listen back at um, the interview that we did, Mm -hmm. you know, and hear it for myself from a different ear or a different perspective and she was listening so mm-hmm. yeah it was nice that's very very cool yeah my kids also like they they think it's the most awesome thing now my son just wants to play the microphone right <laughs> so, so does my daughter mine. my daughter thinks it's a really uh, really cool that we're doing this and it does kind of make me proud too because to show her like yeah this is not about you yeah and this is about me so you have permission to do that for yourself yeah. as well and i feel like it also can foster um, it fosters a different relationship. I was uh, speaking with a friend and, you know, she's talking about connecting with her 10-year-old mm-hmm. and um, how she found a space and a time to do that. And as they grow and develop, and I feel like I'm going through this, <laughs> you know, super awkward stage with my own daughter who's just a year younger. She's starting to get a little attitude. Uh, her her little bitty hormones are starting to flare up a little bit. And I'm like, I'm not sure what to do with you or to speak with you because who are you and what have you done with my daughter? Right. But my Like, friend, how are you having a temper tantrum? Right. And like a hormonal imbalance <laughs> tantrum like that. All that don't go together. Breath, it's crazy. <laughs> you know, but I know for her, she's also trying to navigate. So she doesn't have all the answers, of course, because she's nine. Um, my friend was just talking a little bit about still finding those spaces for connection um, and still experiencing some anxiety around like, do what? How does this work? And it's just encouraging. I feel like, who was I talking to? I don't know if it was you and I who were talking or maybe a different friend. I think it was another friend I was talking to about like, I, there's no way I feel like I can navigate what's to come unless I have such a strong support system of other moms who are going through it too. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> you have to. So, or who have just been through that stage, you exactly. know, somebody who's like two or three steps ahead of you. Like, yes. don't worry, you know, yes. I think that's good. It's so important. So all that to say, I'm glad to be doing this part of life with you and fostering this creative, uh, this creative endeavor with you because yeah. I feel like I, I don't know. I used to think I could do this by myself and I probably could have, but it just would not have been what it is. Without yeah, it's you way more fun. Oh, definitely. With, you know, somebody that you can bounce ideas off of and mm-hmm. where they lack you know, you pick up exactly. and vice versa. I mean, that's all important. And then the the banter, because I have my own YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And like I was explaining when we first started this, I don't feel like my personality shows as much in my YouTube channel because mm-hmm. it's just me talking and right. I'm just sitting there giving information. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe I could learn how to do it better and show up in a different way. But my topics are a little bit more serious, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. number one. And then number two, it's just me. So it's yeah. like, I, how could I be sitting there having like a, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, girl, you so crazy. <laughs> no, you didn't. And people would be like, what's wrong with what's Well, maybe on? maybe they wouldn't. Maybe y'all would laugh and think it was funny yeah. and like entertaining. I don't know. But I'm saying all that to say it's much better being able to have a conversation with someone. It's more mm-hmm, relaxed. Mm-hmm. And we just say what we have to say and we get on off, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah. So what have you been up to? What did you do daughters. this week? Oh my gosh. I I am full force in mom mode this yeah. week. Oh my goodness. And that has been I think more draining than I had anticipated when the week started. Yeah. Um, I'm really, really trying to move into a space where I don't have to be all things for every single person. Mm-hmm. And that is difficult to kind of rein in because with three, I feel like I've got three, but they're also in three individual stages right mm-hmm. now. You know, I have a two-year-old and then a five-year-old and nine-year-old. And so you talk about meeting basic needs. I'm I'm happy to nurse my baby. I'm happy to feed her, change her diaper. And she's happy to be happy, you know. Yeah. And that's enough. And um, then my five-year-old is just doing a lot of learning and growing and connecting all of his dots and has as the world expands for him and then my nine-year-old like we just talked about so that's been kind of um interesting for me to navigate and so interesting they like to sit i have a van they all like to sit in the same row and then somebody will be like harumphing in a corner and somebody will be maybe in tears and then my baby's like mommy i'm so happy i'm like <laughs> mind cognitive dissonance what's going on and i'm like i just just learning to be present and i think that i um i really have this desire to be intentional about not necessarily being their everything mm-hmm. but creating a space in our home and in our lives so they can be who they want to be and move into any of those feelings without feeling judgment um, and then feel like they're listened to when they want to speak, making sure that they feel seen. And that's been, it's challenging when I can't create, when I, when I do not choose to do those things for myself and my cup's empty. Yeah. It all goes back to self-care. Quack, quack, quack. <laughs> so, um, and that's what I've, this morning, as prepared, as we were preparing I thought, you know, I need to make sure to give myself grace and give myself flexibility that when I'm in full-on mom mode, that's going to be a little bit different than moving into my teaching role at work and moving into the podcast role and moving into the, you know, the doula role or the support group role and um, and navigating that and giving me like, what does that look for? How am I taking care of myself in this way yeah. when I'm in this role? How do I take care of myself when I have this hat on? Yeah. You know, when it, what happens when I'm not being my most mindful? How can I kind of reel it in mm-hmm. and get grounded again? Um, because sometimes my schedule is up and it's really high maintenance for the surroundings and sometimes it's not. And sometimes it's just a little easier. And so just navigating that and making connections with that. So yay for living. It's all a process. <laughs> How about you? What's been going on? Well, I want to say before I talk about myself that I think you're doing an amazing job and I feel like our parents and even some in our generation come from that be children should be seen and not heard. How mm-hmm. you feel and what you got mm-hmm. going on really don't mean anything. Mm-hmm. It's a sit your ass down situation. Right. You know, and so the fact that you are mindful that, hey, my kids have emotional mental health needs yes. and they need to be addressed and this needs to be a space where those things matter your leaps and bounds, you know, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. to creating the life that you want for you and your family. Yes. So yes. kudos to you. Thanks, friend. Um, so, yeah, what have I been doing? <laughs> <laughs> I have been on a dating website. Wow. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been about a year that I've been single and I, 
you know, took the time that I needed. And I still feel like you, you always take time like that. Yes. That healing journey from whatever you've been through in your life, um, whether it be disappointment, um, let down expectations, childhood issues, those always have to be, you know, healed and addressed. Mm -hmm. But I've taken the time to heal, to rediscover who I am and Mm -hmm. what I really want and what I want to offer, Mm -hmm. um, not just in relationships, but to the world, how I want to show up in the world. Yes. And I felt that I was ready. Um, However, how do you meet people? Because mm-hmm. I've been a stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. for all of these years. And so I thought that, hey, let me get on the website. Mm-hmm. So I got on the website uh, Plenty of Fish. Maybe y'all have heard of it. Maybe y'all haven't. Basically, you just create a profile and it's free and people can message you and you can message them. And obviously, if you want to give out your number, you can. Right. And so to make this long story short... Basically, I was on there for about a week and I just decided it wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. I got attention and I, I got I was able to connect with some people. However, I feel like 95 percent of it is not something I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. And the amount of time that I'm spending text messaging back and forth and trying to create connection and interaction is way too time consuming. Yes. Like I have so much that I'm trying to build right now, my business, Mm -hmm. you know, um, spending time with my kids, spending time with myself, doing all of these things to create the lifestyle that I want. Mm -hmm. And I cannot spend hours a day texting back and forth, especially for it to like crash and burn at the last minute. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, I said, I'm just going to delete it and I'm going to find some other ways. So I said, let me be intentional about making sure I get out of the house. Yes to going and doing things that I just love to do regardless. Yes. And I'm hoping that in that time, I will run into somebody mm-hmm. who I'm supposed to run into. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I made a vision board about um, this relationship that I want to have. Wow. I wrote down everything that I want. Yes. Um, And I'm excited about it because it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to happen now. I'm not in a rush. Mm-hmm. But whenever it happens, it'll be the right time. and It'll be great. And I'm going to enjoy the process. Yeah. Yeah. So I made plans this Saturday to go to a comedy club to see Bruce Bruce. And I am excited about that because I love to laugh. (laughs) And then on Sunday, I'm going to see Quest Love from The Roots. He actually does. coming here? Well, no, he'll be in L.A. Well, that's close enough. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll be in L.A. on Sunday. And I'm so hyped about that because Questlove is so dope. Like, he's a dope drummer, but he wrote a book. I don't remember the name of it. Maybe I'll tag it at the bottom. Um, But he wrote a book and he's going, of course, to promote it. But it's about being your best self, your creative self. And that's totally in line with with what I'm into right now. So who knows who I'll run into, you Mm -hmm. know, while I'm out and about. The Quest Love is in LA at four. Oh, damn. Okay. And then the con, I know you have breastfeeding support group. Yeah. And then the uh, comedy show is um, at 9 30 mm-hmm. out here in Ontario. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That sounds lovely. Well done, you. And I, I want to affirm you too for just taking the time for those priorities because, especially being, being hollered at, 
so frequently with all those people, like some women would just get all caught up in it and just spend the hours and the time, you know, getting wrapped up in that. But I know that you are definitely in a different place and you're growing mm-hmm. into who you want to be and you're really yeah. intentional about that. So yeah. strong, strong work. And I'm not going to lie. The attention felt great. Yeah. It feels good to have them slide in your DMs as those want to call it. Mm-hmm. But that's not the kind of tension I want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want real. Uh, how do I describe it? I want, listen, let me just put it like this. All they can offer me is what's between their legs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I've done that before. It yes. means nothing. Yeah. I want somebody to offer me their heart, their their emotions, their deepest, inner, most inner thoughts and desires. Mm-hmm. I want us to be able to offer each other companionship, laughter, healing, support, not a penis, like, I'm cool mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. So that attention feels great. It it validates some part of you, but it's not, that's not what I want. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, it, it does feel good to be able to say, you know what? I have developed this muscle called self-control and self-worth. Yes, yes. And it feels good to be able to flex it, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie. There are some lonely days mm-hmm. where I'm like, dang, I just wish I had the company of a nice gentleman but if it comes with drama or if it comes with the headache of pressure of, okay, all we want is sex from each other, that's not what I want. Yeah, so it's I'm just gonna not worth going. it in the long run. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not worth it in the long run. That's how you end up caught up. And that's not where I want to be at, you know, pushing 35 in a f- couple months. Mm-hmm. I've grown past it. Well done, you. Yay. Yay. Awesome. So today in our Queen's Chambers, we're just going to be kind of doing a wrap up of our, vagi- our vaginal health series and we're going to do some reflection on our last couple episodes and we're going to hear a little bit from some of our listeners as well so so come along with us to the chambers so welcome to the queen's chambers cuties i have been doing some major reflecting mm-hmm. since starting this series i believe that my perspective has changed completely about vaginas and about myself as a woman. Yeah. And I have always been comfortable with my sexuality and with my body, but I've gone through a period of time where I wasn't feeling so great about myself and have come full circle. And I feel like though the way that I've been feeling has merged with this top with this topic mm-hmm. and this and with this series. Yes. So you know, how I was feeling before was very closed about speaking publicly about vaginas because I felt that it would damage my reputation as somebody who has high moral standards. Um, And now I see that diminishing how I feel about my vagina or vaginas in general really holds back my maturity as an individual Mm. and also if I don't share well let me put it like this I feel that by sharing may help someone else heal Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's been my goal from day one with starting these public forums Mm -hmm. of wanting people to feel comfortable with themselves with their bodies with who they are as women and again like I mentioned in previous episodes 
I created a platform called Love To Be You. Mm-hmm. And that first has to start with me loving to be me. That's right. You're absolutely correct. Loving to be me as a woman, as a mom, and as a human. Mm-hmm. And I feel that this has helped me along with the other work that I've been doing, you know, on an individual basis to really become more seasoned. Mm -hmm. And I feel now that this is a great thing. I'm totally open about talking about it publicly and I want more. Mm -hmm. I want to do more um, shows about vaginas and about healing the inner self of Mm -hmm. the vagina, more of the conceptual ideas around it, not just the physical side of it. But all the things, the trauma that we go through as women, healing the 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 birth traumas that we go through as women and the relationship trauma that yes. we go through as women. And so this just helped open the door to see that, hey, there's some more work that needs to be done mm-hmm. here in our community a- as women. Yes. yes. Um, and there's some work that needs to be done that I can have an integral part in and it feels great to be Mm -hmm. able to say, you know what, I'm going to help some women heal Mm -hmm. because I'm healing Mm -hmm. and I know what it feels like to be let down. I know what it feels like to have birth trauma. Mm -hmm. I know what it feels like to not feel good as a woman, to Mm -hmm. not feel good in my body, to question who I am, to feel suicidal, to feel worthless, less than and hurt. And Mm -hmm. to be on the other side of that, I know how it feels to feel amazing about myself and I know how it feels to embrace every part of my body and I know how it feels to have pleasure on every level in my life Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's what I want to foster in the future. Yeah, that's really beautiful, Janisha. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm just, I feel blessed and I feel like this was supposed to happen. Yeah. Like this, this conversation, what we've been doing is supposed to happen and um, I feel like we were supposed to meet and we were supposed to do this. And mm-hmm. any other way would be uncivilized. <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible. That is incredible. I, that's a beautiful takeaway. Um, you know, these, these last few episodes have now been my favorite to date. Not that we have so many episodes to choose from. <laughs> but they have been very empowering as well to me, too, to kind of give voice to this, to give us space and create space and discussion for this. Yes, absolutely. I have, um, you know, I think there's, there is some sort of power in having this discussion. Mm. And it really has helped me start... Everybody says, oh, you just don't want to, you don't want to squander your power. You have so much power as a person, as, mm-hmm. a, as an individual. Each one of us comes, but you know, and we are strongly encouraged to walk in our power. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's something that I've had trouble embracing, mostly because I, I think somehow in my upbringing or what have you, it's gotten tainted with this idea of pride, mm-hmm. but in like a haughty way or mm-hmm. like a, a, in a, distracting not good self-important way Mm -hmm. and I think that um, the way that either we've come at this topic or whatever my own process has been has been to I can still be powerful I can still be a proud of who I am but without having that sense of demeaning anybody else yeah sense of overshadowing anybody else and um I feel like that's come to me just by creating space for these episodes. I don't I don't even know exactly how to describe it. 
but there's there is something that has shifted internally very deeply that I think I'm still trying to explore yeah uh, when about and listening to and working with the midwives that we interviewed yeah and uh, the discussions that we've already had it just it blows me away yeah <laughs> it's blown me away absolutely yeah oh golly Moses there is just something that speaks when we're speaking about these things that are a little bit taboo a little bit more that have a lot of shade around them mm-hmm. to kind of bring light to them just can really expose the power that they truly duly have um, not just in their actual functions but a lot of the maybe the construct that's created mm-hmm. around them or the ideas that are around them um, or that mystery that sh- that they are shrouded in um, to kind of demystify. Like that was what we talked about in the very first is- uh, episodes, demystifying the vagina a little mm-hmm. bit. And so it, maybe it's not necessarily just about the body part itself yeah. because it has a function, just like our fingers have a function and our nose has a function. But the way that we think about think about it, like the emotions that mm-hmm. surround it, the value that we derive from it or what we can do with it, um, whether it's good or bad, negative or positive, I think that having these discussions has really helped me to see myself in a new light in a different way Yeah, uh, as well. So that's been really, really interesting. I think the, the thing that hit me strongest was from our last interview with Alicia and as we were talking about vaginal steams, how not only are they good for, you know, their physical and medical purposes, but really helping and using vaginal steams as a means to move past things emotionally Mm -hmm. as well. Um, We had a tiny little discussion with her after our podcast, uh, after the recording, about how that sometimes can correlate with the chakras. And I'm not super familiar with the chakras, but in that particular tradition, that sacral chakra does hold a lot of emotion Mm -hmm. and a lot of uh, trauma if we don't treat the emotion and so as she was discussing what this team was about and using it as a sacred ritual um, for whatever for things that are hard not just for the physical the physical portion of it that's what really came to mind and using the steams as like a clearing of that chakra that space where we hold so much emotion I mean, it kind of blew my mind, blew me away. So now I can't wait to try it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think there were a lot of things that we just learned, right? Agreed. That yes. we just, you know, we learned about these vaginal steams and the the bone closing and all these different ceremonies and rituals mm-hmm. that I had never been exposed to. Yes. And so it exposed us to a different way of healing, a, a, of course, alternative holistic medicine. Yes. Um, And even when uh, Ayanna was on talking about um, knowing the difference between the three um, holes in your Mm -hmm. uh, vagina and nether regions, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. that there are three holes and they have three different purposes. And and some people didn't know, you know, what those were. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so being able to educate women and create space to have these alternative ways of healing that reach not only the the physical but also the spirit and the soul as well Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's amazing yeah yeah i mean there's just power in knowing your body yeah um and and just knowing what it really does in knowing your body inside and out so we decided to include some of our listener voices um, as we wrapped up this episode and getting more perspective of what that's like and so we've asked several of our listeners to answer three questions and the three questions are 
Share three things about your vagina. Number two. Your vagina asks, how am I seen by you? Number three. What is your friendship with your vagina? And so we are going to be sharing some clips as we have our own discussion around that. Uh, but uh, I will answer those questions as well. We got submissions from women of multiple ages. I am 34. I'm 64. I'm 36. I'll be 65 in July. 26. So we'll just start with the first question. About my vagina. Number one. My vagina is my best friend. I'm 36 years old. And after three kids, I can clearly say that it's my best friend. It hasn't seen any babies yet, but one day it will. I'm claiming that. I feel like it's also definitely the center for bringing forth new life. Number two. My vagina is tight. I love that it can grab things. Because I do Kegels. That it's a very personal area, but it's also a place for um, intimacy. It's just so like mysterious and just like awesome and it can do all these amazing things. And I'm so happy that it still gets moist. When my vagina is stimulated correctly, it gets very wet very quickly. For the special times. Not that I have them. It's like this magical, like, little universe. My vagina definitely should come out and play more often. <laughs> and what else about my vagina? It reminds me it's there. <laughs> so, in case I just forget for some reason, ta-da! <laughs> it's a vagina. My vagina has experienced some trauma in the past. I see my vag as an accessory. I'm very thankful for this accessory and I'm very uh, grateful for what it's doing for me and continue to do for me. It has no odor. It's almost odorless, even when I work out. So I'm good. And that's my vagina. So for me, in my own experience, I think I have mentioned this a little bit in the first episode, uh, but my vagina is mine. And that is something that I, I'm claiming, I'm going to claim proudly. My vagina is mine. A little bit more declarative. Uh, my vagina, my vagina is something to be explored. And we talked a little bit about knowing your cycles and uh, knowing your, you know, your vaginal fluid and even like exploring what your cervix feels like in our last uh, episode. But um, knowing not just how to take care of it on a regular basis, but exploring even sexually, exploring alternate ways of, especially with, for me, my period, how to manage that, what that looks like, learning more about it and making it part of who I am like I know my toes I know my fingers I know like behind my knees and I know what it's like to shave my legs and care for myself in that way but that all of those things kind of were trial and error mm -hmm. like you know the colors that I wanted to pick for my toes and do a pedicure you know do I like getting manicures do I like shaving to my knee or do I shave all of my whole legs you know so that was a process that you know if I think about it now it took me time to 
figure out what it is I liked, what it is I didn't like, how do I like to care for these things, what are the things that I want to try new, um, and then also with, even with those things, I continuously am changing it up, mm-hmm. and so doing the same thing when it comes to my vagina as well. Um, the third thing about my vagina is that I don't mind keeping it covered. Um, we talked about with Ayana again how hair is a protectant. Um, I definitely believe in grooming, but I think that it is, I'm a grown A woman. So I want my vagina to look like a grown A woman's vagina. And so, um, and I'm proud of that as well. Yeah. So three things about your vagina. (laughs) And you know, there are no wrong answers. This is not anonymous. (laughs) Right. Well, not for you and me, right? Right. With our listeners, and with any of you, when you think, and, and we hope you answer these questions for yourself, there are no wrong answers. What we really hope to accomplish through doing this series is open your perspective by a few millimeters. You don't need to make a 180-degree turnabout because that will take time um, for you to, for that to come for you. Or if that even is for you, we just hope that you look at yourself in a different way. So what are three things about you, Jay, Nicole? And that's our show, folks. I'll see you next week. (laughs) Question number two. (laughs) So three things about my vagina. Number one is that it has so much more meaning and value than I thought it did. It's not like any other body part in the body. And I recognize and give it reverence where reverence and honor is due. I should be more thoughtful about it and how I think about it and how I take care of it and what I do for it. Number two, my womb is closed. I thought that I wanted to have more children, but now as time has gone on, I think I'm good. I'm done. Um, And I'm comfortable with that. That's not a hard no, but it's a no. And number three... I am comfortable with it. I think I came on the pendulum of feeling comfortable. And then as life experiences caught up with me, I felt uncomfortable and ashamed in some ways and not all like myself. And I've come back around to feeling comfortable with myself and my sexuality and my femininity. And that feels good. It's a really good place to be in. Mm -hmm. I'm accepting being more vulnerable about it. That's it. That's perfect. Question number two. Your vagina asks, how am I seen by you? Um, I see my vagina as very unique to me. I see you as a powerhouse in the circle of life. You have power to give life. My vagina is hella strong. Hella strong. And, you know, when people say, like, oh, take you like a pussy, I'm like, that's a pretty damn, like, that's legit. Because a pussy is hella strong. And so, yeah. I think for me, 
I would respond to my vagina by saying, you do hold a place of honor and I am so happy you are part of who I am because you have been the pathway and the opening to three whole babies. You have stretched and accommodated those people so that I feel like I can stretch and accommodate the person that I am becoming as well. And so just being able to treat that, treat you, my Verena, in that as um, a place of honor, uh, to embrace it with specialness and treat it and uh, care for it, not just as a physical part of who I am, but utilize it also as um, part of my spiritual being, part of my emotional being, um, and not just my physical being. Can you read the question again? Mm-hmm. Your vagina asks, how am I being seen by you? So how are you being seen by me? I think I've said your name at least 100 times <laughs> and heard your name at least 200 times in the past couple of weeks. Like you're seen. I feel like this has shown the light on me seeing my vagina mm-hmm. and how I want to be seen in the future is... I want to start using feminine products that are organic and natural and um, treat my vagina better in that way. So you're being seen now because I'm actually thinking about mm-hmm. you now and I'm dis- discussing you now and I'm more open to um, exploring the healing method, different healing methods. And so you're you're definitely seen like calm down (laughs) (laughs) the type of relationship between my vagina and myself what is your friendship with your vagina i don't think that i'm particularly close to it i we are not friends it's something that i take care of because it's a part of my body know when something's wrong, know how to take care of it, preventative health for it. I think it just says to me to make sure that I keep it healthy so that I could continue to live a healthy life. Things that I found that help, drink a ton of water, a good diet of like fruits and veggies also help. and it's just my best friend. I definitely have to say like a love-hate relationship because, you know, during my period and like that time of the month, like it's very painful and I'm just like, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> but at the same time, the love part of the relationship is that otherwise it's happy and healthy and it does its job and I'm grateful for my vagina. The friendship I have uh, with my vagina is extremely close. Um, I've always admired uh, the way she looks, the way she feels, um, the way she operates. Uh, At times, she can be brutally honest with me, (laughs) Um, but which keeps me on my toes. Uh, That's uh, something that I can appreciate. I know for sure when things are going wrong, (laughs) she's going to let me know. Uh, and that's that's a good friend. It's a best friend, actually. My motto is, you treat your vagina good, your vagina will take care of you. I feel like my vagina is also like a ride or die. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not super consistent with like cycles, but 
it's regular enough to make me feel like, okay, we're, we're doing okay. Yeah. I know that early in my early adulthood, I felt very disconnected from my vagina. It's partly having children, but there was also kind of moving into uh, self-work, looking at myself just like I want to um, accept my faults and accept my um, my shortcomings as part of who I am and saying, okay, well, you belong with me. You are mine. I can be proud of you. I feel like that sense of acceptance is the first step in moving towards growth and change and evolving. And there's no way you can just say, oh, I hate that thing. I'm going to change it by myself. But you can't completely do that unless you accept who you are in that way. And so I feel like that my friendship with my vagina has evolved in that same way where, um, you know, my, my actually body as a whole um, in the past has been something that I'm just like, whatever. I don't need to be mindful about it. It's just a container for who I really am. Mm-hmm. And I really am this essence, which is so ethereal and magical mm-hmm. and, you know, um, spiritual. But I come as a whole package. If it wasn't for this container, then really that I could not interact in this world in that same way. Right. So um, I really come to become friends, not just with my vagina, really, but with my whole body. Mm-hmm. Um, the, these last few episodes has really kind of helped me to embrace it like my hair does not do the same function as my fingernails that does the same function as my elbows and um and I think you said this earlier that it has it does something different and it is pretty damn awesome yeah (laughs) it's pretty daggone awesome so that's kind of how I'm starting to facilitate and um what the first the friendship with my vagina kind of looks like yes Mm -hmm. my friendship with my vagina is new Mm -hmm. um I really wouldn't have looked even when I felt like I had a great relationship with my vagina. Mm-hmm. I don't wouldn't call it a friend. It would just be like, I'm not uncomfortable with you. I know you're here, but we don't really talk or know much about one another. Mm-hmm. I feel like now that friendship is developing where I see there's still some places that need to be healed. So we're going to address that. Mm-hmm. I see that I don't take as good of care of you as I need to. So we're going to address that. Mm-hmm. And it's like now after you know, practicing some of these rituals or doing things differently or actually thinking about it, now we can begin our friendship. Mm -hmm. So we're new friends. Yeah, awesome. Well, I hope you all enjoyed our series on vaginal health. I know that I have come away with so much more than I even uh, anticipated at the onset of the series. Uh, But we can't wait to join you again. Thanks for joining us in the Queen's Chambers. Welcome to the Queen Scene. The Queen Scene. Queen Scene. Queen Scene. <laughs> so my Queen Scene pick isn't directly vagina related, but one way that I feel like I really came to connect with my body as a whole, uh, vagina included, obviously, uh, was through doing yoga. And so my Queen Scene pick today is Yoga Green Book. And Yoga Green Book is a health and wellness website where you can sign up. It's like a yoga subscription uh, website where you pay X amount of dollars a month and you have unlimited access to all of their yoga videos since you can do yoga at home. Or their uh, bio says, it's an online safe space for people of color, transforming physical and mental health through yoga and meditation. And so their website is yogagreenbook.com, but you have access to 
um, hundreds of practices with multiple teachers. And just as you would when you're an actual, actually in a yoga studio, you kind of try out different teachers to see who fits your style, um, who you feel comfortable with. You can, of course, start out as a beginner um, and grow and grow and grow. Uh, so I really appreciate what they're doing and how they are creating space for people of color to do yoga. And we can talk more in another episode yes. about how it's hashtag yoga so white. But today, we're going to talk about the Yoga Green Book. And I think one of my very, very, very small goals, or maybe no, one of my bucket lists or wishes or dreams for the future, for the far future, is actually to be a teacher on Yoga Green Book. When I feel like I've feeling more established as a teacher, uh, as well as a yoga teacher, so we'll see, we'll see. But that's my queen scene pick for today. Awesome. Um, I might sign up for that, or at least take a look at it. Yep, you can get a free trial for thirty okay. days. Nice. Um, to see if it's you, if it works for you or not. If you like it, if you don't, but you also have the um the option to continue with it. It's unlimited yoga access and do videos and meditation. Nice. Sorry for yoga and meditation. Mm-hmm. So my queen scene pick is the beautiful Deidre C. Quack, 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 I got quack. you back. <laughs> I love you. I love you. You are my pick after you did after you picked me. <laughs> um it brought to light that. And I'm saying this with all sincerity and mm-hmm. like with no humor that we need to choose each other mm-hmm. because we are doing this thing together mm-hmm. and we are deciding to do life together. Mm-hmm. And you're an amazing person, an amazing friend, an amazing mom, an amazing woman. And this whole series went down because of you. This was in your heart and it's been amazing. And yeah. I know that many other people are going to be healed and blessed because of your amazing idea. Thank you so much, Denisha. So don't be shy. <laughs> I see them cheeks perking I up mean, on you. Yeah. Don't no. be shy now, darling. <laughs> but, you know, you know, Deidre. If you don't know, I'm telling everyone and I'm going to lean in. I'm telling the world you're awesome. Thank you, friend. And I'm really, it. like, I feel like there there is certain healing and realizations and I can't even describe it like if it wouldn't have been for you, the path that I'm on wouldn't have been what it is. Mm -hmm. Like you've introduced me to so many different concepts, ideas um, and physical opportunities Mm -hmm. that I wouldn't have been otherwise. So you're supposed to be my life and I love you and I'm so glad we're doing this together and you are the queen in this team. <laughs> Thank you, Janisha. <laughs> I'm not blushing at all. <laughs> no, because you're, you're black and you don't blush. <laughs> oh, I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Of course. Mm-hmm. I choose you, friend. <laughs> So thank you for joining us, not just on this podcast for today, but for the entire series. If you haven't heard any of the other previous episodes, go back and listen to uh, our last three episodes prior to this. They're all about vaginal health. We hope that you've also enjoyed it. We'd love to hear from you. Please feel free to drop us a line at thequeenteampodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram at thequeenteampodcast and also on our website at thequeenteampodcast.com. 
You can find us anywhere. You can find your regular podcasts, whether it's on an app or Google Play or Stitcher or Apple Podcast. Feel free to leave us a comment or review. We truly appreciate it. And Janisha, where can people find you? You can find me on YouTube at Love to Be You. The love is spelled with L U V. And it just kind of came to my attention that I wanted it to be originally L O V E, which is, you know, the normal way to spell love, mm-hmm. but that wasn't available. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, I'll just spell it L U V. When I did that, it puts you in it. And that's even more reinforcement for you loving you. Yes. Isn't that awesome? That's so much more awesome. So. Yes. Same thing on Instagram, love to be you with L U V. So I L U V U Q T S, and I will see you next week. Bye. Bye, cuties. All right, that's it.